Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Have you been exploring your spirituality and learning more about yourself? And now you're ready to take bold, positive action. Are you seeking clarity about what is really blocking you from your greatest potential? Do you feel like you're so close to a breakthrough, but you can't figure out why you continue to feel stuck at the same level? Join us now for Real Talk with Joyce and Jennifer, two transformational coaches who are eager to share all they've learned over the many years they've each been working with clients, helping them create the life they want. Joyce and Jennifer both have extensive, diverse backgrounds in the art of conscious transformation, and they are here to help you. So tune in now for the insight and tools you need to consciously live, work, and play so that you can live the life you most deeply long to experience. Hi, it's Joyce here. Welcome to Real Talk with Joyce and Jennifer. I'm a transformational coach, life purpose facilitator, and retreat leader who guides women to find clarity and purpose in times of transition, change, loss, and transformation to live their most authentic and courageous life. Hey, everyone. It's Jennifer, and I'm also a transformational coach, facilitator, and consultant, which means I transform the mentality of leaders so that their entire staff and corporate culture can shift toward higher purpose. And most importantly, as we know, I'm a mom. So each week, Joyce, we open with a short discussion about current <laughs> affairs, and <laughs> this morning I woke up well. talking about those election results in Alabama. So given the week, you know, the fact that last week we were talking about the silence breakers winning the Time Magazine's Person of the Year, I thought again mm -hmm. about how this really isn't about politics. Um, even though it was a congressional race, you know, as a country, our United States have become more and more divided. and. You know, since I work with leadership all the time, developing skill and helping them improve their emotional intelligence and that type of thing, I get really passionate about when we see our leaders in the media. And so that's why, to me, it's really not political when I'm having these conversations. Um, but I do find it incredibly unnerving um, that so many with political clout still work every day at increasing the divide in our country instead of improving it. And so that's why I wanted to bring up the congressional race in Alabama today because, you know, Roy Moore, <laughs> the uh, Republican, and Doug Jones, the Democrat, um, their, their race has kind of been a game changer, I think. Um, and I personally found it heartening that you know, I'm so often saying I find things disheartening. <laughs> so I I like saying that I found it heartening that a handful of high-profile Republicans asked Moore to step down during the race in light of the multiple cases of sexual misconduct with minors. And so to me, that was a monumental turning point that gave me hope in our leaders. 
you know, finally we got to see some semblance of moral decency transcending the political egotism that we got so used to. So this morning I told my 14-year-old son, who's really into politics, that it has restored my faith in humanity. <laughs> and he simply looked at me and he goes, well, it's restored my faith in Alabama. <laughs> so anyway, I, I can get pretty passionate about this, you know, about when we look at national and global leadership positions because of what I do for a living, who they are, how they act, how they see the world, how they influence everyone else in the process. But um, so anyway, I'm going on and on and on because I got so fired up about it. But do you have anything to add, Joyce, <laughs> before we move into today's topic? Well, not a whole lot, but I mean, very similar, a lot of similar feelings. But last night I turned on CNN thinking, oh, my God, I just can't believe that that more could have possibly have won. And when I, the minute I turned it on, they were celebrating and I looked at it and I'm like, oh, my God, Doug. Jones, I, mean, <laughs> I, I felt, I'll tell you how I felt. I had said all day, let's do, do the right thing. And let's, I really want to see some consciousness uh, from Alabama moving through this. If not, I don't know, it would have been so disheartening. But when I saw that, I felt, oh my God, you know, like we said, like last week, this was a watershed moment. Um, Mm-hmm. It was like a portal opened up, and they made the decision to step through that to be more conscious for, for their state and for everybody. I mean, it's for all of us, not just for Alabama. But it, I know what – you know, I know that Alabama has been pretty conservative. And so, oh, I don't know. I, I was thrilled. That's all I can say. I mean, I'm just very proud of Alabama and the people who made this. It was a very close race. And – you know, they did the right thing. That's all I can say. They did the right thing. And maybe it's a shift of yeah. some high, some other stuff moving through right now. So I'm thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. It's like, we've well, so, enough yeah. devastating uh-huh. there. It's, it's yeah, good stuff. We, have. we need a little, we need some good stuff coming. And so we got it. We got that one. So the first one, I hope there's more that follows. So, yeah. um, so welcome to our topic. Yeah of today on a radio show of Power Up Your Brain. So speaking about your brain uh, really is a kind of massive subject that needs a fair amount of expertise. Uh, So Jennifer and I will keep it simple and really down to earth as we understand it. Um, And we've divided the brain up into just the mind, body, and spirit aspects uh, because it affects everything, the brain, as everything affects everything. So it's just a different way to look at it. So let's just start with some basics. Um, And by that, I mean, what do we do to power up our own brains? And so, so, you know, we both do different things. And so what I do every morning is to power up my brain to get going is usually when uh, I get, you know, when I'm out of bed, I get up early in the morning and I drink a glass of, try to drink a glass of water every morning kind of to flush out the body. Uh, of the toxins from the previous day that have built up. And I also just have become a lot more aware of not allowing my brain to start the day already. Go do that. Go sit down at the computer, get going. So, you know, I try to get my body going, all aspects of it now, you know, mind, body, spirit. So I do some stretches, and then I sit for a a 30-minute meditation. And I'll have to say one of the most important changes that I've made all from last year that I've really stuck with um, is that 
I use a different process of meditation, a meditation that I learned from Dr. Joe Dispenza, and we've talked about him in other aspects, other programs. But for me, this is the this is the one that works. It's one of the ones that work, but it's the one I like right now. So this uh, morning meditation helps me to prepare for the day ahead, and it really keeps me present uh, in the moment so I can focus on the future and not the past um, to create what it is I really want for my life at this point and moving into the future. So, Jennifer, I know you do some different things to power up your brain, so tell us what they are. Yeah, I do. And, um, you know, I think it's so important what you said about settling the brain down because it it could start right away. In fact, it could keep us up all night, and it has Mm -hmm. done that for me, you know, thousands of times. (laughs) So one of the first things I do before I jump out of bed, um, and now that it's cold, you know, sometimes I just wish I didn't have to get out of bed, but um, (laughs) I like to, while I'm still lying there, think about the day ahead and what I intend to do with it. Uh, And so I can kind of just get myself grounded in it before I take off for the races. And it's a moment when I remind myself of what it is, what a gift it is to have another day. So then I put my my workout clothes on. I eat and drink a little something to make sure that um, I can sustain the workout before I head to the gym. And if I don't go to the gym that morning, I, I do yoga in my living room. But, you know, I do one of the two. Typically, I may take one day off from both of those and just be still um, just to give kind of a rest period during the week because my heart, my workouts are pretty, pretty intense. Um, And then once I'm finished, I take some quiet time to do prayer and meditation. And I think I've confessed before that I'm not nearly as disciplined and savvy as you are Joyce when it comes to meditation. It's something that I still aspire to, which is always fun because there's always something I want to learn. You know, I want to continue to get better at everything. Mm -hmm. And that is one of them. Um, But I do pray. And it's a different kind of prayer than what I was accustomed to when I was growing up. I um, I don't pray for what I want. I pray for what I'm grateful for. So my prayers in the morning sound something like this. Uh, thank you for protecting me and my loved ones. Thank you for keeping us warm, safe, and fed. Thank you for my health and happiness, for my keeping my pets safe, keeping my home and car intact. Thank you for providing everything I need to make this day as great as it can be. And the list can go on and on depending on my time and my mood, but, you know, you get the point. I do sit quietly to hear Mm -hmm. what my higher self or even, you know, what I believe to be my angels (laughs) might be trying to tell me. And uh, and so that's kind of my meditative point. It's One of my good friends years ago said, remember, pray to speak, but then meditate to listen (laughs) for the answer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's what I do. And, And sometimes I do get very loud and clear messages. And on others, it's a quiet, gentle nudge to just keep it moving forward. But regardless, I can tell a big difference in the days when I skip these steps. Um, I am more prone to allowing that negative chatter of fear, grief, and scarcity to try to take over. Because after all, when you think about it, why is my prayer list what it is? Well, because I've lived through losing nearly all of the things that I'm grateful for. I've lost my health and happiness. I've lost my home and car. I've lived through three major appliances in my house breaking down right in a row. <laughs> I've lived through my car falling apart every day when I'm trying to get my younger ch- children to school. I've lived through the process of watching my beloved dog die gradually and ultimately in my arms. I've been bugged. I've been raped. The list goes on and on. We've gone over this. <laughs> but the bottom line is... <laughs> In order to keep my brain powered up and not to go back into all that, but there's so much memory there that my brain can 
easily become addicted to. Let's go back there. Let's feel that trauma. Let's go back there and be scared that it's going to happen again. Um, so I have to keep my brain powered up. I have to focus on what's right in my world or all of that memory will absolutely take hold and all that trauma will run hard and fast inside of me. And I simply refuse to allow that to happen. So I have to consciously steer my brain in the right direction every single day. So, and it's Mm -hmm. actually more pleasant than it sounds. It sounds very exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds actually, it's actually a beautiful It's actually peaceful and practice. pleasant, right, yeah, Joyce? So, I mean, really. It does. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, I will just hey. say a little thing here. Um, yesterday I did have one of those days where I just totally went into fear, uh, and I think uh, something was clearing through me because the, the energy was very intense yesterday. So I called Jennifer and talked to her because I was having a breakdown. and. You know, it took me all day to really clear through that. So that, I guess I want to say, you know, it's not a bad thing to have a breakdown. It's not like, because that's how, for me, that's how I get these things out and move through them. And just like Jennifer, we don't want to hold on to this stuff. It is, we can't, we just can't. And so that's my way, crying and screaming. Then I call somebody, if I need help, I call somebody to help me to clear this out. So Thank you, Jennifer, for doing that. Yeah, I, and it, I, well, really oh, helpful. you're so welcome. I'm so glad you did, and I'm glad you brought it up today because I think it is critical that we allow ourselves to feel. You know, I operate from the fundamental belief to feel is to heal, and if we try to keep it down, it poisons us, literally. So we let it flow through and mm-hmm. then go back to the practices we're going to talk about today to keep ourselves strong. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, yep. so let's talk a little about the brain. So one thing I know for sure is that one of the most difficult things for myself and for my clients is to manage the brain and the constant activity of our thoughts. So, you you know, you could be walking in a garden, you could be hiking in wilderness, lying in the sun, or meditating in a weekend retreat. Um, but your brain does not care where you are, and it will continue to chase thoughts you know, comprise a list of things to do, worry about things to do in the future, and remember over and over the situations not resolved from the past so that it has something to worry about. So hard as we try, it will continue to gravitate to the unfinished past information in our life, and it will repeat the same thoughts over and over each Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today, if we do not learn how to take control of our brain and change the process of how we think. You know, uh, Dr. David Pullmitter, who's very well-known neurologist, and he's on PBS, and he uh, is a New York Times author uh, about the brain and about food also, says uh, in his book called Power Up Your Brain that our brains are not functioning at our optimal level because we still rely on our, on our neural network created by our prehistoric survival brain regions. 
so the old part of the brain is what he's saying. And that would be the reptilian and the lumpic part of the brain. So that we we really need to overcome the toxic emotions of our painful conditions of the past and to heal that old prehistoric brain by creating new updated neural paths. And we have also talked about that. We will talk some more about it. So, you know, the question is, okay, we need to we need to heal those, but how do we do that? Yes. And and Joyce, I know you always have amazing tips and tools on how to how to do these things. And today um, you've got a ton and, and I've got some to share as well. And before we start into the how, I'd, I'd like to briefly share highlights of a conversation I was having with my 13-year-old daughter this morning on the way to school. And by the way, as a side note, people often ask me why I choose to make my life harder by taking them and picking them up every day when there's a bus for this. <laughs> but this is the most precious <laughs> and priceless time I have with my kids besides the dinner table. So these are our bonding moments. But anyway, she's incredibly empathetic. Um, she did not fall far from her mama's tree. And so she attracts kids <laughs> that have tough circumstances and very little emotional support at home. So you can imagine at that 13-year-old stage, you know, that's a tough, tough age, and it's a really critical stage of psychosocial mm-hmm. development. So um, I uh, have a deep appreciation that she brings their situations home to discuss with me um, because she wants to know how to best provide them with support and guidance. So I found it interesting with today's topic that this morning's conversation started off with her question, Mom, why is everyone so depressed? And I found it interesting since just last week a friend called and asked me flat out. She just said, are you on antidepressants? (laughs) I laughed and I said, no, why? (laughs) And she said, because you're the only person I know who isn't. So I keep thinking maybe I need to be on one. And in both cases, I explained to both my daughter and my friend that the drug will only numb the situation, right? It it might stabilize you if you need it, absolutely, if your practitioner believes that, if you believe that, stabilize your situation, for sure. But it's not going to heal anything. So humans by nature listen to those voices that we're referring to, Joyce, and react to them. And so when we come back in the break, I want to talk a little bit more about those voices, and then we're going to get into how we gain more control over it and power up our brain. So we'll be right back. Great. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. More than 24 million Americans have an autoimmune disorder, and that number continues to grow. I'm Sharon Saylor, and I'm one of those 24 million. To put that number in perspective, cancer affects about 9 million and heart disease up to 22 million. That's why I've brought together top experts and those thriving regardless of their diagnosis to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information. Join me, Sharon Saylor, Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Autoimmune Hour on Life Interrupted Radio to find out how to live your life uninterrupted. America's wild mustangs need our support more than ever. If you believe in the preservation of our iconic wild mustangs and our wild places, now and for future generations, we invite you to walk with Wild Love Preserve. Founded in 2010, 
nonprofit Wild Love Preserve has pioneered an innovative model in wild horse conservation, which has garnered national attention and is serving as a framework in the West. As a unique legacy project, kindness, mutual respect, science, and education drive Wild Love Preserve's mission to protect and preserve Western wild horses in their native habitats and nurture the legacy of respective indigenous ecosystems as an interconnected whole for future generations to equally treasure and nurture. Thank you for your action and for having a positive impact on our lasting wildness. Together, we succeed on behalf of our greater good and collective well-being. As a charitable nonprofit, Wild Love Preserve relies on donations and grants to fund our operations in central Idaho. Thank you for considering a tax-deductible donation to Wild Love Preserve. Please visit wildlovepreserve.org to learn more. So welcome back. You know, we were talking about powering up uh, our brains, and I was uh, touching base on how just recently both my daughter and my friend came to me wondering about why there's all this chronic depression everywhere we turn. And, you know, what we want to talk about today is how easy it is to allow our brains to take over like that and lead us into dark areas for dark, long, dark periods of time, and why it's so important to power up our brain. Uh, so that we can prevent that from happening and um, steer our brain in a healthier direction. And so humans by nature, we listen to those voices that Joyce was referring to in the, in the first part of the show and react to the voices. We react to them as if what our minds is telling us is real. And then it sets us up to feel like victims of the world around us. And so then we feel hopeless and helpless and, and all along the power is inside of us. So, we simply have to become smarter than our brains, and hopefully today's show is going to uh, give some just some basic, like Joyce said, simple, down-to-earth ways to try to do that. Um, our foundational neural pathways are often associated with base beliefs of disempowerment and scarcity. A lot of us got fundamentally wired around that. And when you think about it, neural pathways comprise a neurological system, which comes and goes from our central nervous system. And when it's triggered, there's a biochemical response. So basically, when our fear-based beliefs get triggered, our entire body supports that thought. We literally feel anxious. We can make ourselves sick. All of this makes us feel helpless and oftentimes hopeless. So if we want to be vibrant, healthy, and happy, we absolutely must first choose to go within and do the work. Settle down the mind, reprogram the brain. It's a process. It's a hard process. We're never going to lie to you and say this is a walk in the park. Um, you know, Joyce just said yesterday she had her breakdown of, you know, I, I, I have them. <laughs> I have them. Let me just say that. <laughs> what we've become better at is not letting them take over. We let them flow through yep. us quickly, consciously, and we facilitate what we do with it. It is a conscious act of empowerment, and it starts with an absolute choice and commitment. It's a big commitment. But on a lighter note, as Glenda the Good Witch said, you've had the power all along, my dear. <laughs> So on that note, Joyce, tell us more. Let's let's dig into this. Tell us more about what we can do to take control of those crazy brains of ours. Absolutely. So um, we'll talk a little bit more about the mind right now. And uh, as one of my favorite, ex you know, experts on this, of course, is Dr. Chopra. 
and Rudolf Tanzen, who uh, wrote a book called Superbrain, which is where I feel we're going, um, particularly if we do some of these practices, uh, we can actually change our brain and it will become not the old brain, but a new superbrain. So, so we're living in a golden age of brain research right now. So there the new breakthroughs emerging every month, revealing the astonishing power of the brain to heal, to create, to evolve. You know, where scientists once believed that the brain is hard, hardwired, couldn't be changed, we now know that the brain is constantly evolving and our ability to rewire our brains remains intact from birth to the end of life. That's a big change. So researchers have also dispelled the myth that aging in the brain and memory loss are inevitable and irreversible. No matter how old we are, our brain is incredibly resilient and has the capacity to create new neural pathways if we choose to keep learning and opening ourselves to new experience. So in their book, Superbrain, <clears throat> they make a distinction between what we call the baseline brain and, and the superbrain. So the baseline brain is our everyday brain that runs unconsciously in the background to keep you alive and healthy. And that's not a minor role when I say basic, because the baseline brain is a marvel of complexity and efficiency. But too much of it is devoted to habits, old conditioning, and unconditional reflexes. And the doctors believe that the brain is designed to deliver much more. So through practices that we're talking about of self-awareness and conscious choice-making, you can transform your baseline brain into a super brain. So the way that you relate to your brain is up to you. You can relate to it passively, following just following the old habits and conditioning, or you can even choose to let your brain operate on automatic pilot, which means you're just living your life when your brain's taking over everything. In reality, how you relate to your brain affects every cell in your body. Your thoughts and feelings are part of numerous feedback loops that influences every tissue and organ. When you're happy, every cell becomes aware of your mood. And when you're depressed, the chemical messengers that correspond to your depressed mood travel everywhere in your body. In short, there's no choice but to relate to your brain every minute. And the way you relate to it through thoughts, emotions, and actions shapes the brain. You are not your brain. You are the user of your brain. Your brain looks for you for instructions, guidance, and inspiration. So, yeah, yep. Jennifer, that's good stuff. Well, I just, yeah. I, I think it's fabulous because it, you, you're going into much greater detail around how I keep saying we've got to be smarter than our brains. <laughs> we yeah. have to have our brains serve us, and we cannot be enslaved to it. So, um, you know, that was a great great overview of of the the mind piece of our mind body spirit components here and and so we want to talk about the body too a little bit and and for me like this has Absolutely. been a big year for me in terms of exercise um and i'm learning the science behind it myself as i go because uh i simply never did it before <laughs> i you know we wonder why wow. i was in such poor health well there's it really don't have to travel far to understand all that but um i 
And I think most people have come to understand the power of endorphins associated with exercise now. You know, it's become kind of common knowledge. Um, physical activity activates these hormones and improve our mood, our stamina, our energy, and so forth. And, in fact, if you just Google a simple dictionary definition of what an endorphin is, it explains a lot. Oxford Dictionaries defines it as any of a group of hormones secreted within the brain and nervous system and having a number of physiological functions. They are peptides that activate the body's opiate receptors, causing an analgesic effect. So if we dig just a little deeper on that, opiate basically means that it induces sleep and alleviates pain which I suppose would tell us something about the massive amounts of drug trafficking and addiction associated with opioids, <laughs> but that's another topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but of course, analgesic also means to alleviate pain. So that in and of itself simplifies why exercise is so important. But so many of us would rather take the drug instead of increasing our physical activity. And that's where my personal experience comes into play with this. I think I've shared in previous shows that I was never an athlete, so I didn't know much at all about exercise. I had simply decided that I hated it. It was sort of like vegetables, you know, as a kid. I hate them even though I've never tried them. <laughs> I was like that, really ignorant. <laughs> I hate exercise even though I never really did it. Um, and then when I kept losing my health over and over and over, which for me as an adult led to losing a lot of money because I've been a self-employed single mom through it all, I decided one day that I was going to learn what it was like to be strong. I had been weak long enough. I was over it. I had an incredibly strong mind, but an equally weak and sensitive body. And I want to make that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Point. Because that led to my mind abusing my body. And so because there was such a stark imbalance between the strength of my mind and my body, my brain just took over. And I allowed it to happen. I grew up on the mind over matter philosophy and belief system, and so my neural system is deeply entrenched in it. And as a result, I have very little trouble pushing through challenges mentally. The trouble was when my body started to refuse to go along with it. If I would say, well, I need to work this 95-hour week, I just expected my body to go along with it. And then suddenly, somewhere in my late 20s, my body was like, yeah, good luck with that. I'm done with you. Take that addiction somewhere else. <laughs> and that decision to strengthen my body to match my mind was life-changing. So I have these amazing coaches at my gym, and there's one coach, Joe, who has an expertise in exercise physiology and kinesiology, and he's always teaching me what is actually happening in my body. Um, and so I'm learning a lot. Uh, the body has incredible muscle memory, so it, too, is talking to us all the time, just like our mind is. 
And so it, the body can run off with negative chatter in a way that just gives us certain um, signals to say we can't do something. Uh, and so, again, it's about getting in sync with it. So there's a lot of science and sophistication to it, but like because we're just getting down to earth here, here's what I can tell you with great conviction. Once I started a new habit of exercising first thing in the morning, it was life-changing for simple reasons. There is no drug in the world that can give me the totality of what this simple act has given me. It has given me real strength. It has given me happiness, a foundational happiness, not just joy. It has significantly increased my focus and my discipline, which are two things I have always struggled with because I'm more of a creative, out-of-the-box type of personality. I'm not a structured, linear kind of thinker. Um, it's given me a strong sense of myself. It's increased my confidence, and the list goes on and on. And we all know that the most simple formula to good health and happiness is eating right and getting regular exercise, but we fail at doing this all the time. We let our brains win by succumbing to those self-defeating voices like, I don't have time. That will be too hard. I don't know where to begin. I'd rather drink the wine, and it's not fun. And by the way, I still drink wine, so don't think I'm some <laughs> – I have a lot of moderation in my life. <laughs> um, but we come up with an excuse every day. We've all been there. But let's remind ourselves that that mindset is weak and we are strong and we can get stronger every day. So if it just means getting up and taking a walk, start there. So, Joyce, mm -hmm. let's also talk about how food, food powers up the brain as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, food is the essential life-giving element of our brain and our entire body, all our organs, all our cells. And one reference I really like that, you know, people could find that really could be helpful is Anthony Williams, who is a medical medium. <laughs> and in his book, Life-Changing Foods, he writes about how to unleash the hidden powers of fruits and vegetables and transform your life. So Anthony is uh, a game changer. He thinks that um, a lot of Western medicine and physicians know very little about nutrition and that basically it hadn't, doesn't have to be real complicated to heal yourself. If you just eat healthy foods and you eat enough of it, that this is really going to help you heal. And he's had many, many examples of that on his radio show that he does every Monday on Hay House. So. He says that foods can, you know, foods can repair your DNA, boost your immune system, improve your mental clarity, alkalize, alkalize everybody's system, and shield you from other negative emotions. So he writes uh, and speaks about how targeted food uh, can affect things like memory loss, insomnia, fatigue, and brain fog, and that these can be healed with these foods. And in the book, which I reference a lot, particularly for uh, shakes in the morning. Um, he tells you which foods are really good for a particular symptom. So it could be depression, it could be fatigue, it could be chronic fatigue, whatever it is. He's got everything lined there. And he's not big on illness. He's not really calling this stuff illness. He's just taking those symptoms and giving very specific information. So you know, the question is, what are you, our, our, you know, us and our readers, our listeners, eating, and is it fueling your body and mind? 
And I think that's a great question. And by the way, I need to get that book, Joyce. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that, that it's great. That it really is. Um, yeah. And I also think it's interesting that there's been such a rise in food allergies in the past decade or so, you know, which is another topic mm-hmm. for another day. But briefly, just for the sake of powering up your brain, um, it's important to understand the imp- impact certain foods have on each of us uniquely. So, for example, I know for myself that when I eat simple carbohydrates like bread, baked goods, anything packaged, I have yeah. a significant drop in energy and mood almost immediately. Um, and, in fact, sometimes it has almost a narcoleptic effect and puts me to sleep right away. <laughs> so, so if I have mm-hmm. insomnia, I confess, I kind of cheat and put, that, put me to sleep that way. But <laughs> most of us thrive on complex carbohydrates like fruits, veggies, and grains. But, you know, read that book, do some homework, find a professional that can help you understand your body, uh, what it needs uniquely to thrive, because you will see a direct correlation between your diet and your mood, your ability to focus, your energy levels, all of those things. It's it's really important uh, for you to kind of dig deeper, get some help if you need to, uh, to find out what your body is asking you for. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What else um, we got there, Joyce? You know, uh, well, we're going to talk about some practices. I wanted to say one more thing about food is that you, I think you and I have talked about this just recently, that in fact, your body will tell you when you're not supposed to be eating something. If you are aware of your mm-hmm. body, it will tell you. And I can speak for myself that I have, sometimes I go back and I want to eat like an old thing, like mashed potatoes would might be one. Oh, no way. I mean, I just can't eat certain foods because that's not where my energy is anymore. And I'm trying to go back to, we'll say, a lower vibration. Not that mashed potatoes are bad, but it's the milk in there that I can't tolerate. So it's just for each one of us, we're going to have things that we can tolerate and things, you know, things we can we love and things we can't tolerate anymore. And that's just the reality of changing and changing your energy system. So uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about yes, and Joyce, uh, can I, other practices. Can I, yeah, uh-huh. sure. Go ahead. Can I just add one quick thing to what you just said before we move on? Um, because I think that especially yes. uh-huh. as we're going into the end of the year, a lot of people are gathering with friends and family. We're going to talk a lot of, more about that next week. But I, I, I just want to ask us all to be a little bit more sensitive and empathetic to – everyone understanding their body's needs, because I think that with the movement of a higher awareness and allergies and sensitivities, um, we've also created a larger number and louder voices that make fun of that. And so um, so I think that in order for us to, to attract family and friends in our gatherings uh, when we're eating more communally, Um, In order to attract people who lovingly support those changes in our diet, I think that we have to also love ourselves enough to say, this is good for me, this is right for me, and stand up for ourselves. So when we come back from our break, Joyce is going to pick up where we left off and talk more about some other practices with the mind-body system. We'll be right back. Free your mind with Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. 
Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com. Depleted by the rat race? Depressed by the attitudes of the human race? The book Honor explains why and how to transform your life from confusion and heartache to one that you most authentically desire. Join Ohm Times radio host Jennifer McKenna Weinbaum as she takes you on her journey from her darkest period to her happiest and healthiest life. Entertaining, enlightening, Honor will help you find and maintain the love and light in your own life. Visit www.universalabundance.com to pre-order your copy. Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living. A chance to see new, hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. And we're going to dive right into some other practices that affect the mind-body system. So one of the things I want to talk about is... uh, trauma um, and the body and things that really help that. So, um, you know, the mind-body system uh, is very effective by using trauma, by doing trauma work, body work, sound therapy, and of course, massage. And I just want to say that the world right now is filled with people who really need trauma work. Anyone who's in California who's lost their home, anyone who's been in a violent episode, anyone who's lost any their home for any situation, any kind of violence, any kind of loss, grief, guarantee you, guarantee you that this is you're stuck in your body somewhere. And this is this goes back to what we just talked about, the brain. And the old part of the brain keeps firing off because it doesn't know how to clear it through as quickly as we actually can. And so there's just Right now on the earth, there's just so many ways, so many things that'll help you. They really, you know, and it doesn't, you don't have to suffer with trauma for years about a situation. So um, ones that I specifically have used, and I think everybody knows I was in a car accident several years ago, and I still have a lot of injury. I still have things that they're not terrible, but I still have a lot, some pain related to that. So I just recently had some incredible body work and we were really working at a cellular level to clear that memory. Remember, the stuff stays in there. It just doesn't go away, particularly, like I said, it 
down in there firing and things could trigger it back. Other things that I really like is sound therapy, which is, you know, I think sometime in the near future will be really a source of probably healing people by using sound. There's so much research coming out. And just a great massage is also very helpful. So when you clear your trauma from your brain, what you're doing is resetting the brain to not respond to the fight and flight response of the trauma over and over, which is what happens to us all and to people who've been in the military. So each thing you do to clear the body of toxins helps you to power up the brain. So here's another thing that I've recently gotten really interested in from a friend of mine who was doing this. And um, so there's a fair amount of um, information out there about it. It's called grounding or earthing uh, the human body. It's a natural and easy. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The way to reconnect to the earth to receive these healing benefits and to recharge the brain. So we know that we all are a bioelectric beings living on an electric planet that our bodies operate electrically. So all of the cells transmit multiple frequencies that run, for example, your heart, your immune system, your muscles, and your nervous system. With the exception of human beings living in the industrialized societies, all living things on our planet are connected to the ground electric energy. Now, that is a powerful statement, except us. Everything else is connected. In industrialized societies, you rarely go barefoot outside or wear natural leather shoes that allow you to absorb the ground's energy. For many decades, people have increasingly been wearing rubber and plastic soled shoes, and these act as barriers to the Earth's energy, insulating us from electrical contact with the Earth. If you can imagine, we're walking around, we could be connected to the Earth. We don't, we're not talking about going barefoot, but there are ways. And so the truth is that we're disconnected, we're ungrounded. And we're not in touch with the earth. And, you know, could this disconnection be an overlooked factor in the increase of illness that we've been talking about? While the research or grounding is relatively new, the practice is timeless. Past societies went barefoot or wore, or wore leather uh, footwear made from hides that allowed the energy from the earth to rise up into their bodies. They were grounded. Here's the bottom line. We have lost our electrical roots, so to speak. So we're all disconnected. And this disconnection may be seriously overlooked, may be an overlooked cause of human pain and discomfort um, and the steeping, rising incident of chronic illnesses, which is worldwide. So the good news is you can reconnect. Weather and schedule permitting, go barefoot for a half an hour or so outside and see what a difference that makes on your pain or stress level. Sit, stand, or walk on soil, grass, sand, or concrete. These are all conductive. They're conductors. 
surfaces from which the body can draw the inner, the earth's energy, but wood, asphalt, and vinyl are not conductive. Ideally, you want to sustain this earthing process experience and make it part of your daily routine. So for many people, however, you know, who live in the city, this isn't, there really isn't time and our busy schedules to go out. We can't go barefooted because we have no place to go barefooted if you live in an apartment or, or, you know, you're not, you're in the middle of the city. So there are also indoor options. You can invest in these grounding products, which can be used while you're sleeping, relaxing, or working. And I've been investigating some of them, so I'll talk to you more about that another time um, because there's things that go in your chair while you're working. Uh, at work or at home, uh, on your computer, their bed pads, their floors and chair mats, body bands, and patches to place on your body where it hurts. So wherever, you know, where, whatever route you take, get grounded and feel vibrant. It's amazing when we connect back to something as simple, not simple, but that we've forgotten, the earth. So. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. No. And, and so yeah. for anybody out there listening who is a past, current, or future client of mine in the workplace, this message is for you, too, because, um, you know, we're all getting too caught up in being in the office with fluorescent lighting and computers in our faces and um, not having access. So get out for your lunch hour. Take that time. Take in the deep breath. Go for a walk. Uh, you will be exponentially more productive when you get back. Uh, so this isn't just what you do in your free time. Build it into your work day. I can't say mm-hmm. that enough. It is a big differentiator for uh, great leaders and uh, and their staff when they set that tone and make that part of their culture. So, you know, I know for myself there is little in this world that strengthens my spirit more than nature. Usually a spontaneous hike in the woods or up a mountain uh, restores me completely. And uh, and I know, Joyce, you've got even more to share about, about all this, but um, I want to reflect a minute before we get to the last part of our, our show here so that our listeners get the big picture of today's message. I think even though our topic is power up your brain, we obviously aren't focusing only on the mind. And you said this before, Joyce, I just want to reiterate it and expand upon it. The brain is also the operating mm-hmm. system behind our body's ability to successfully transport our spirit. So remember... Our brain is a sophisticated computer, and if given the latitude to run freely, it will simply run on an outdated program that will give us poor results. We've talked a lot on this show throughout multiple episodes about the importance and power of our fundamental belief systems. This is where your internal program basically begins and ends. It is up to each of us to upgrade our operating system and override the old program with a new one. So when we look at all the elements of our well-being, our mind, body, and spirit, We can strengthen ourselves at our core and remember our power is within. Our old beliefs will tell us to look at everyone and everything else for validation, answers, and approval. Our power absolutely lies within our new ability, um, you know, to take on beliefs that help us prioritize all of the tools and the things that Joyce and I are talking about today. So um, if you even try, you know, it's no small task to understand, much less upend your belief system. Uh, And if you even tried to do it all at once, you would send your entire system into radical dysfunction. Mm -hmm. So we're not necessarily asking you to do any of that. What we're asking you to do is to just to take a look at how well you are nurturing your mind, body, and spirit and take action accordingly. Uh, 
I think that we forget to be gentle with ourselves. Powering up your brain basically means that you are taking back your power from your brain when it is keeping you lazy, weak, sad, hopeless, or altogether disempowered. Take your power back. It's time to consciously commit to starting any of these activities to gain some momentum, and then you can take on another. Master one at a time. Take something and enjoy it. Enjoy it. Um, This is about nurturing. Nurturing equals power. And I think that that goes against the grain of what most of us have been taught. And always have our eyes on the balance within. Keep our minds, our bodies, and our spirits tuned up so that we can optimize our daily experience. Because after all, that is what comprises our life experience each day. So, Joyce, as we wrap up the last part Mm -hmm. of the show, what other power activities um, can you share? Well, the other one is also simple ones. Both of these things are simple. They're just being outside. You don't need any money. You just need to be able to decide you're going to do that. So another way that I love to do also is to boost your brain and body is walking. It's a walking meditation. It's a simple way to connect, again, with your spirit and Mother Earth, and it's a very, it's also very grounding. So many of us take, uh, take the benefits of walking for granted. Each day we limit the steps we take by driving or sitting for a long period of time. But walking even a few blocks a day has unlimited benefits, not only for our health, but for our spirit as well. For as we walk, we connect with the earth. Even when walking on concrete, the earth is still beneath us, supporting us. Walking lets our body remember simple times when life was less complicated. They help us to slow down to speed of our body and take the time to integrate the natural flow of life into our cellular tissues instead of running from place to place or thinking about how much more we can fit into our day walking allows us to exist in the moment in the moment so each step we take can lead us to becoming more mindful of ourselves and our feelings so walking slow slows us down enough not to pay attention to where we are in our body but also to our breath taking time to simply notice our breath while we walk, which is something most of us don't do. Through the length of, and the length of our inhalations and exhalations and becoming attuned to the way in which we breathe and take steps toward mindfulness. When we become more mindful, we gradually increase our awareness of the environment around us and start to recognize that the normal flow of our thoughts and feelings are not always related to where we are in the present moment. Gradually, we realize that the connection we have with the earth and the ground beneath our feet is all that really we have. By walking and practicing breathing mindfully, we gain a sense of calm, tranquility. The problems and troubles of the day slowly fade away because we are in the now. And of course, any kind of sitting meditation or prayer, we know that affects your body and mind and brain, and there's been much research done on that. So what else do you have before yes. uh, our last part of our wrap-up here? Yeah, I don't even know if we have time for, for this, but I'm going to go ahead and start talking and see <laughs> because the okay. last thing I want yeah. to share is kind of like icing on the cake. You know, even though uh, I've talked about baked goods not being good for me, I still like cake every once in a while. And this is the icing. It's how do we go from 
some of these basic things we're talking about that power up our brain, keep our brain strong, and move into something even more magical and mystical. And for me, that is my connection to animals. So I don't know if those of you out there have Ted Andrews' book called Animal Speak, but it's a great place to start. I highly recommend it. Um, it's just a great starter tool for understanding each animal's purpose when they come onto our path. You know, we've talked a lot about the importance of nature and grounding us and, and, uh, and help boosting our spirits. Um, I've been observing this in my life and in the lives of my clients for years, and it never fails uh, to validate where I am in my head and what I need to do to move forward. There, it, I'll be in a certain space. I'll take that walk, Joyce. An animal will come on my path. Sure enough, that animal mm. represents uh, where I am. And the natives had this understanding with their perspective on totems. Um, they're the ones that really kind of opened up our understanding of this, that they look at, they, they understand that we are all equal beings in a much larger reality than what we typical humans have been conditioned to subscribe to. Mm -hmm. And I found that not only is there truth and power in this connection between humans and animals, but selfishly, it adds a childlike magic to my life that gives me such joy. Um, and so that in and of itself is worth its weight in gold in terms of my mental and spiritual strength. And in fact, believe it or not, even though I work with leaders in the workplace, I now have clients all the time who would never have seen themselves doing this before, <laughs> who will call or text me and say, hey, what does such and such animal mean? Because that just went, you know, it might be a raccoon or a cardinal, you know, a blue jay or a rabbit, who knows? <laughs> And uh, oh. and I fill in the blank for them, and they're always they're always like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. That is so cool, and it adds a certain mysticism. Um, so I like to just mm -hmm. have fun with it. You know, we all need more fun in our lives, and the animals and nature is right there to give it that to us every day. Uh, so when we allow our minds to chatter constantly on those old programs, we miss some of the greatest gifts life has to offer. There is magic and mysticism all around us every moment, and most of it gets missed. So don't miss out, everyone. Power up your brain today. So, Jennifer, I so agree. I guess we can just wrap up. And I so agree yeah. because this is, these things are, you know, they're there. They're, all we have to do is go outside. We have all this stuff. We've just gotten disconnected from the earth. So I love all that. I love that book. Yeah. So we're going to wrap up here. Um, so before we close out, remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and reach out to us on our individual websites, JoyceDillon.com or JMacConsulting.com. Yes, and you can always find us here on Ohm Times Radio every Wednesday at 1, or you can download the iHeartRadio app and search for our podcast, and you can also find us on iTunes. Mm -hmm. Join us next week. We're going to talk about the highs and lows of the holiday. Holiday, ho, ho, hum. Until then, <laughs> be well. <laughs> Love yourself. Be well, and thanks for listening. Yes.